we back up in here. What's up? Mind hey. your business. The heartbeat of Jersey. NYB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the post of the culture. Yo, so to my left, you know, I'm solo on the nine. To my left, we got... Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Mark Lee, ML Scribes. All platforms, M-L-S-E-R-I-B-E-S. Let's go. To my other left, we got... <laughs> got your boy, Jamal, from North New Jersey. I'm we're, here. We're, we're bricks. What's up? And we got Lex. Um, follow me on all platforms, Lex Akira. Here we all go. Right, all right, all right. Jumping straight into it, man. So, yo, uh, Super Bowl 58, February 11th. Chiefs, Chiefs versus uh, 49ers. Who you got? Uh, see, my team ain't in it. Yeah, me either. So, I don't got no dog in this fight. My team ain't in it. But, but who you expecting to win? Uh, I think I'm going to go for Kansas City. Kansas City? Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go for the uh, 49ers. However, mm. I wouldn't mind if the Chiefs won only because Pacheco is from Jersey. The running back. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Violent. So, you know, I'm rooting for him. Camden County town. Jersey all day. All day. All day. And, you know, you got the uh, Usher performance. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm I'm excited for. Yeah, wait for that concert. Yeah, he has, uh, what, nine number one hits, sold over 80 million records, so 18 top top Billboard hits. Fun fact. Yeah. Usher's Confessions album was the last R&B album to go diamond ever. Nobody's done diamond since. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, no. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Diamond, I think, uh, didn't Fetty go diamond? That's not technically R&B. But that's not, yeah, you're right, damn. Yeah, that's, that's like rap. hip-hop. Yeah. Is it really rap? Well, yeah. inter- he, he's like, a singer, yo. Rap, he pop. raps, but he sings. But still, they are going to put yeah, him in, put in the category, and right? yeah. hip-hop genre. Yeah. But yeah. they do that with a lot of... Black artists, anyway. I don't, even still, I don't think like maybe the his the song went diamond, but I don't think yeah, not album. not the whole album. Yeah. No, now you're right. Confessions, Damn, crazy, Confessions was different. Usher going hard, man. He's still putting out uh, music to this day. Still putting out music. Still, he's still going on tour. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, pushing it. Forty five years old. For, yeah. <laughs> for hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, he he he's still pulling. So yo, still pulling. NBA young but boy. They have to be older though. You know, he don't like them young girls. Hey. Sister Shirley's age and older. (laughs) Sister Shirley. (laughs) Yes, they got to have an AARP card for Usher to allow you in the back. That's it. That's all I heard. I mean, yo, speaking of that, that's a good thing. Because who we got? Messing with the young boys. Who that? Oh, yeah. So, Dre and Michelle. So, and I want to ask y'all a question. The IG model? Yeah. Okay. IG Miles. She was on uh, what? Um, Basketball the Wives. Basketball yeah, Wives. So let me ask y'all, right? So uh, we got the couple on the platform right now, right? Yeah. So let me ask y'all, right? Uh, let me ask y'all, right? Let's say y'all had a kid, right? Yeah. Say uh, y'all had a kid. 20 years from now, the kid is 20, he makes it into the league, uh. right? Then a kid, then a woman your age. We will be like 40-something at yeah, that time, yeah. right? Yeah. A woman your age tries to get wifed up by him, mm. right? And be, be like, yo, I've been, pay- I've been paying attention to his career since his freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. She's trying to shoot his shot. She's hmm. trying to shoot her shot. Would y'all consider that grooming? Yes. I'm sorry. Like, why are you watching my 18-year-old son, yes. like, alpha? That, that is weird to me. Really. So, like, w- now, mind you, at the same time, 
Are you looking at high school reels at that point? Because that's public <laughs> knowledge too. Because at the like same time, it's like, like no, your kids eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. He's he's in the league. He's good. He's a millionaire. What do you tell him? Like, what what, what are you telling? I mean, at that at that time, you know what I'm saying he up there. So whoever you trying to talk to, he good. But would you would you bless that relationship? That time he's grown, so I'm gonna have to do it. But, uh, I'm uh, just saying, uh, get a prenup. Uh, number one, number yeah. two. Nah, um, she here for love. Like you don't understand. Like we, she here. Okay, if ma, she's here she for here. love, then <laughs> that paperwork would not even be pulled out in the light of day. That should even matter. I don't care if you got two dollars, two million. <laughs> you better put that paperwork in order before that other nigga gets your two dollars or two million. Yeah. Boy, girl, uh, indifferent. Man. Get that paperwork in order before ask. you go down that aisle. Uh-huh. I don't think he's going to be there forever, man. He, he's in the league. He ain't before yeah, doing yeah. that. He and he's a young boy. Yeah, what, young. what, like 21? I'm just Yeah, saying. I think he's 21. Yeah, yeah I think Jalen, yeah, Jalen, he's 21. And she's oh, 39. It's crazy. Oh, Pushing it, sis. And I mean, she got multiple uh, baby deities, baby fathers, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? She got multiples, and this is what she does. That's she goes after the athletes. Things like that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's grooming, but she's looking for the opportunity. And I spoke to some people about it, and they're just like, oh, you know, you know, he, he's a millionaire. You know, he's a 21-year-old millionaire. Like, he can get any girl he wants. He's yeah. still this is the one that, you know, is pushing up on him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yo, she not no slouch out here either. She gets her own bag. Like, she can get anybody she wants. Why this 21-year-old? Mm, but, but where's she getting her bag from? Hey, Wait, okay, she, so I'm a little bit privy to this part. Yeah. Okay, so she gets, obviously, like, endorsement deals from IG and all these platforms, right? Mm-hmm. She also has a swimsuit line called Mint.com. I'm privy to that as well. It's pretty decent. A little bit, you know, fair in price. Above oh, Fashion Nova, yeah. but still pretty good. She is an IG model, and it's kind of her aesthetic. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. She has her own money, but I wouldn't say baller money, like two two hundred million deal money type of thing. But she has enough to sustain herself. Oh, so so she good with or without him? Pretty much. I mean, well, like she, ever she's since trying to solidify. See, and she's getting child support. And child she, support from the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's secure good. the back how you can. She's good. But, yeah. Good. So, if, he, uh, if he has good people around him, he sh- needs to be straight on his stuff as well. Okay? Damn. Yeah. Because once that pregnancy test turns positive, you locked in. Hey, Sorry. no switching up. Mm-hmm. Ain't no switching up. But, yo, oh, real quick, um, I was watching clips from the Joe Button podcast, right? And he had Dr. Umar on, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and they had, like, a debate about, can you be pro pro black and date white? Mm. Mm. I mean, I have not personally dated a, a Caucasian man, so I can't. I don't have a dog in this fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, damn. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I think you can, but it's just going to be a very awkward situation. Because your significant other 
will not understand certain things that you go through mm-hmm. in this life as a black man, as a black woman, yeah. but mainly as a black man, she will like, she won't understand how you feel when you get pulled over by the police. She mm-hmm. won't necessarily, she can empathize with you, but sorry, she can sympathize with you, but she can't empathize with you because she doesn't know the true feeling yeah. of like, how it feels to kind of be alone in this world, even yeah. though you're surrounded by your own people in this majority group, let's be real. A lot of other groups, not just white people yeah. do not really care for us really. So right. unless she's willing to really throw down, understand the culture, understand what the plight is and not doing things in the wrong reasons, I wouldn't see it being necessarily wrong, but you're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations going towards that. Even if with, she doesn't have that understanding or he. Even with some of like my, my white friends. Like I've, I've been in the car with my white friends and they were driving and we got pulled over. Yeah. And they act crazy. Like they act reckless. <laughs> <laughs> reckless. And I'm just like, hey, yo, chill. Like what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, no, no, like, this is my dad's car. And I'm like, hey, uh-uh, hey, look, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, they don't understand. Relax, yeah. relax. Yeah, man, but um, I'm conflicted because I'm just like, you can't help who you fall in love with, right? Yeah. Exactly. You can't help you fall in love with. But at the same time, it's all about choices and what's important to you. Like, um, I have dated white women. Very few, like maybe two. Maybe okay, so I think you're life. more of an expert than the rest of us, you know. But Yeah, um, and I use the term date very loosely. Like, I might have went on a couple dates, if, if that even if that's even called dating. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be real. At the time, at the time that I went on those dates, I wasn't necessarily in love with my blackness as I am now. Like, I was young, mm. right? So... The reality is, like, you can't really, like, if you date a white woman, certain things that come with it, it's going to be a hurdle for her to come towards, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, is she, it's not, it's not, it doesn't come down to just whether or not she thinks black people should be treated fairly. It's yeah. like, okay, well, you're going to have black kids. You, you're going to have to learn how to do black kids' hair. You're mm-hmm. going to have to learn how to teach black kids to interact in the world, like, there's so much that goes with being with a black person. And to save yourself then to save yourself like all that, maybe just I prefer to date my own race. Mm-hmm. Now again, whoever I fall in love with is who I fall in love with, but I, but like at the end of the day, like I'm I, I love black women. This is not a PSA of like, listen. No interracial dating. I have oh, nah. family members nah, nah, nah. that you know, have these partners. But yeah. it's, that's why I say it's all in about if the partner that is non-black is willing to take those steps in order to not necessarily integrate themselves into the culture, mm-hmm. but have like an overall understanding, a deeper understanding for their partner and their future kids. Yeah. You got to know how to do that black child's hair. You yeah. have to know how it feels to kind of be picked on for what you look like, not just facial features, but your skin tone. Yeah. How are you prepared to have those conversations when they come home from school to have those conversations? Cause more than likely when you're in those types of relationships, you're in multicultural neighborhoods. 
and them kids yeah. is gonna go through some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, it could work out. I think everybody's pro whatever you are. You get what I'm saying to a certain mm-hmm. extent. If you're white, you're pro white. If you're black, you're pro black. You get what I'm saying. Same thing. Puerto Rican, they love their culture, but everybody integrates. It don't mean you don't love your own culture. It's just that, you know, love is love. As long as you can at least name, I feel like if you can name five attributes about your partner that you love that is yeah. not physical and also not deeming or dulling down your own race, then you love that person. But mm-hmm. if those reasons why you date Caucasian women, Latino women, is because, oh, because black women do this, or, oh, black women act this type of way then yeah. you don't really love those people yeah. you just try to stay away from us as much as possible to the point where you'll avoid a a solid nine ten black woman to date a five six white woman let's I, be real we've seen it all yeah i'm what you would call or what some people would call an, an alternative black boy alternative black kid whatever right mm-hmm um, and I've I've had a, a, other like alternative black friends, like males that would be like, oh no, I don't date black women because you know they're this, they're that, like they're not into the same things that I'm into. You know, they're not into anime, they're not into rock music, they're not into this, they're not into that. And I always counter that argument, and they usually have no no re- no no rebuttals. I'm just like, okay, well, you're black, right? Yeah, and you're into those things, right? Yeah. So you think you're the only one? Like, you, you, you really think that you, you're the special one that, like, no, you're not. Like, you it's can like find. like they never went online. Yeah, like, you yeah. can find the black woman that's into your niche. You just don't want to. Like, you just, you've been fed white media, and you hold that to the standard so much that you think lower of your own. Mm. But, yeah, um, another, and like, one of the cringiest things that, that I hated during COVID, right, and, like, when the whole George Floyd thing happened mm-hmm. was the cringy-ass white women that held the, the, the dumb-ass signs that were just like, oh, stop killing black people, I love black dick, or I want black babies. Like, that's that crazy, shit was so though. cringy. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that. That's wild. I don't know if you guys saw that. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I, think Wait, I, I didn't see the the signs, though. Yeah, you know, they were, yeah I didn't see like, the signs. I didn't see the signs. I didn't see that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'll pull it up in a second, but like, yo, they were, they were cringy signs. But you know what? A lot of that, during that time, man, there was a lot of uh, media that was trying to just, like, portray some type of narrative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Down in uh, Baltimore, they had, like, a picture of, like, a black kid snatching a uh, white lady's purse. But then a white lady came back and was like, nah, it didn't happen like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He was actually returning my purse back to me. Oh, and, and they but they took like the picture and just tried to flip the narrative. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. media is so crazy. media is like, you gotta be careful with this media. Gotta shit, watch the media narrative. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, another, another, like, since we are, we're talking about the whole like uh, Joe Budden thing, right? So what's the uh, the clip about? So real quick, it's, I, um, I don't know if you've seen the clip. It's Joe Budden and his co-host. Yeah. They're arguing because Joe Budden makes a claim that I've never, I've never, uh, that he's never come behind um, any of his friends' girls. Like he's never tried to mess with any of his friends' ex-girls. Yeah. yeah. And they're going back and forth. Mm-hmm. 
And he was pretty much telling Joe, like, no, like, that's a lie. Because, like. Oh, he did. Oh, he put him on blast. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> yo, let me let me find this. He put him on blast. Yeah, he put him on, he's like, nah. And, and, like, it's a screaming match. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a no no. Messing with your friend's ex or or I'm a type of dude, right? I there's feel like a I'm code. there's a code, but I feel like I'm loyal. The thing is, if I shake hands with you, even if I just met you, mm-hmm. your chick is off limits, and I'm gonna treat your girl as if it's my sister. So if we're in public and I see like something happening, I might have just met you, but I'm gonna step in and be like, "Yo, she off she off limits. Just fall back." You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But everybody doesn't have that type of loyalty. Mm. Yeah. Especially these days. Gotta watch people. Yeah, you gotta watch them. Until I find that clip, real quick, let's just let's just uh go to the next one. Okay. So this is random. We just like going quick. Um, do y'all think paternity tests should be mandatory at birth? I think I think it would eliminate a lot of uh question marks. It should, yeah. I feel like only if Child support is involved, automatic DNA. Automatic. Because mm. it's just like there are people that are actually paying and don't even know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I've, uh, I've heard cases of like dudes, child isn't even theirs. Like, yeah. But the, the, like, the baby mama forged dude's name's dude's signature on the birth certificate. Now he got to pay child support. Yeah, it happened to uh, one of my boys in the past. He got married. That's crazy. She already had a kid. They got a divorce, and he was forced to pay uh, child support. It's crazy, yeah. So I think <laughs> had to handle that. That's yeah, crazy. see, I don't know if it's like different states, different laws, because this was uh, down in Texas. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's different states, different laws, but that's wild. So I think I got the clip. If if y'all want to just watch, stop, it. why are you not just believing your friends? And you why do you keep? You why is it a I'm, repeated I'm issue that you believe women? Can you see his when point your of friend is telling you something? Absolutely. Yes, uh, that's why he's sitting there acting light skin, uh, bro. What we talking about? You keep screaming and, light skin. Uh, and and stop. So hold up. Wait 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 wait. Wait. Yeah, now I gotta uh, wait. Wait. Let me ask you one about question. About to piss me off, and I'm gonna start screaming back at you. Wait, can nigga, I ask this a question? Stop. Real quick? This is about you always saying you not. You should have never kissed her. Her. kissed her. If that's your instance, Ish, I, you Yo, keep I ignoring me saying. Y'all niggas sitting here acting like I'm crazy. This nigga be lying. Ish, I don't know this girl from you. You do. I you don't. Do. You I, better I'm do me. You get you the I convenient don't. No, amnesia. I don't trust so nobody, but I know I meet him to you. But you got to be no. Ish, that's your bad. You lie. You see behind how niggas. You accountability. Get behind niggas. I don't. I like women. I don't even ask niggas. I like women. Yo. So I, really, I don't do so, none of that. So that's your bag. Stop trying to put me in your not. bag. You do it I'm not in your bag. bag. I didn't try to get your little mutt yeah. from the streets. Oh. I had a kiss, <laughs> and you emotional about it. I'm not <laughs> like you keep being emotional Yo, when we have internet on a girl. No, yeah. it's Stop not about emo- the girl. No, it's about you lying. Then why don't you believe your friend? In line, you've admitted exactly. this to me before. Exactly. You changing your story for the pod. I rest my case. You changing your story to look innocent for the pod, nigga. We've had this conversation about this. I don't even have these talks. I don't even have these type of talks with nobody but him. Bro, you bought the bro. Yes, You bought, so stop saying I don't have these talks if you bringing it up. It's funny to me until I know that you have true emotions behind this. You just screamed to the top of your lungs. And you didn't. You didn't let me finish. Nigga, you screaming off mic. You still not letting me finish. You were screaming off mic, beating the tables and and all that 
I'm and not, then you try to make me look emotional for the pod. Bro, stop. I'm not done with that. This is where you get goofy. Nigga, you've known me for a long enough time to know I'm going to give about that girl. I don't know you who do niggas know. give a yeah, I, I, don't you do not. I don't know. Now you love I would, you hope, do I would hope that no, you don't. I'm asking Joseph Ice. Anthony Button Jr. Does Antoine Marby give a about that girl? I said I don't know. No, I'm, I'm I, saying no. You know I don't give a about that girl. I know. Positions don't be about a girl. It's the principle. It don't right? be about a girl. It's a be about, about a nigga saying that they don't do something no. or they do do and something an and example. not standing and on what they say they do or don't do. That's what these conversations the example be about. Because the woman he's talking about is from the sewer like Das Effects. I do not know her from you, nigga. No. I don't know her from you. I'm sorry. Other niggas had your It wasn't my Then shut up in 2020. You sound stupid. You sound stupid. It's not my. <laughs> you sound dumb, my nigga. Yo. All this performance you doing justify them saying I would or wouldn't do something. No, you moving it because you're emotional. I'm not. I think you are. I'm entitled to my opinion. I think you're emotional. You sweating, your face is red. I I'm think not you're sweating at all. This bitch, it don't matter. That's what I think. You just you do can. something, so you're not emotional. I'm you been beat off, Mike. So that's not performative for the pod. You smack, about to break the marble. Who's emotional the here? People. That so yeah. uh so that stemmed off of what? I heard like he kissed a girl or something. Yeah, like that. so and I guess he the light skin. Well, they both light skin, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> light skin dude on the left was itch. Light skin dude on the right was Joe Budden. Apparently, he used to mess with this girl. Sorry, apparently he used to mess with this girl, and uh, Joe Budden went behind and kissed her once they were done. Mm. Right, mm. and Joe Budden was claiming that yo, I don't, I don't go behind, I don't go behind my friends' girls. Like I don't. Like I don't mess with my my boys girls once they over like that's that's nasty work. Yeah, and and it was just like no, like no, you're, you're lying, right? Now, do y'all think, based on that conversation, do y'all think that was gaslighting? Uh, Joe Biden gaslighting yeah. his co-host. Yes, yeah. because how can you tell me something happened, something didn't happen when I know for a fact that it happened? That's mm. gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like if you hit him with the. Now I don't remember. Can you enlighten me on the actions of that event? Maybe we can get some clarification. But Joe was just like, "Nah, that should never happen." Like I'm like, now if you if you listen further in the pod, they both admit that he kissed her. He kissed her, but he didn't smash. Like he didn't hit. Right mm. now, we don't know if it's because he didn't want to hit or she didn't let him hit. Mm. Right, but. Throughout this interaction, he's like, oh, which I, which I think is gaslighting, right? He goes, oh, the, you know, I ain't want that sewer rat. Like, I, I ain't want her. She was for the streets. But I'm just like, yo, you, you kissed her. Which is more intimate than yeah. other so, stuff. That well, I, I don't want to fuck that girl. Like, so why are you, why are you kissing chicks you don't want to fuck? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. That's yeah. nasty work. I mean, that's, that's the same thing as when uh, you meet a chick at the club, you try to holler. She don't give you no, no, she don't even pay attention. You know what I'm saying? After that, you're like, oh, you was ugly anyway. Yeah, you ugly anyway. Bitch, you trash. <laughs> Crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the you same was, type you of thing. You fat as hell anyway. <laughs> I was fat when I walked through the door. Yeah. And he's doing too much. He's taking off his, like, doing yeah. all that. Yeah. Like, Calm down, my boy. Yeah. Do it. You ain't yeah. Yeah. And then he's doing, he's yeah. doing all that, but calling him emotional. Yeah. Like, yo, you were the emotional one. Yeah. Like, yo, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, so definitely, that, that's uh, definitely gaslighting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, so on to the next topic. Um, Alexis, you want 
Yeah, um, since we're kind of still on music a little bit, <laughs> um, well, I mean, besides his one hit wonder, Joe Budden is, you know, hip hop music. So yeah. we're going to. Wait, 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 wait. You said one hit wonder? What other songs <laughs> Joe Button put uh, on me? No, nah, yo, yo, yo. I mean, yo, I think, I think he had like the one radio hit. That's what I'm talking about. Nah, but Joe, I'm not going to lie, man. Joe's body of work, though, the albums, I'm not going to lie. This dude could spit. Yeah, yeah. Joe is a lyricist. Yo, he's lyricist, a lyricist. Right. Yeah. But, but as far as like Yeah, as far as radio hits. Critically acclaimed radio success. Did it made it on the radio? If it didn't, then I never heard it. I apologize. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know so there's only one There's only one other this Joe Button. Gonna, yeah, he's so bad. This ball man gonna come after me. There's only one other successful uh Joe Button. Ish kind of song that I know about, and it was up in the club. The Marcus Houston song featuring Joe Budden. Oh that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hit right there. That's a yeah. feature though. Yeah, that's yeah, not a. Yeah, it's a feature. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, still stands that one <laughs> hit on the radio. Yeah, and he can trash me online if he wants to, but it's okay. It's fine. Dang. We are all both on podcast. It's okay. I'm so sure now he that we're, <laughs> he he'll never hear time. this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back into. Um, Rap of today. So, the internet has been shook. It Beyonce's mm. internet has been awakened. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell's Gate. So, Meg the Stallion and Nicki Minaj rap beef. Yeah. It has imploded when Meg the Stallion put out her track Hiss, mm. which addressed several people in the music industry. And I was able to listen to at least the majority of it, and yeah. she addressed, with no names, but addressed several people in the industry. She addressed Drake a couple of times. I thought she was going to be addressing P, um, Puffy for some reason with that Meg verse, but apparently if a hit dog will holler, um, Mickey caught that strike, and she yeah. got upset. So going forward, after she dropped that diss, I think I want to say at midnight, mm-hmm. Nikki came on Instagram Live about 15 to 20 minutes later and went on a rant for about three to four days before dropping three her. Three to four days. I am serious. It was a seri- <laughs> series of disparaging tweets that I will not repeat on the air. We can look through it together. Yeah, yeah. But due to the severity of what she has said, I will not put it out on the wavelengths. Copy that. Um, but she has alluded to talking about Megan's dead mother. So we're not going to go further than that. Mm-hmm. But um, she has dropped her disrack. And it was obviously, it was called Bigfoot, alluding to her having big feet. And Fragment Foot, alluding to Tori yeah. being shot and all this other stuff. Um, would I say this is Nikki's best work? Unfortunately, no. Um, listen, I've listened to her rap since 09, since high school. So I know that she's very much into lyricism and being those one-line punchers, like actually getting in the booth and actually writing out well-thought-out lyrics. This is not her best work. You can mm. tell it was emotionally driven slash kind of rushed out with the mix of, I think... A beat was not 
um, passed through, like, or, like, approved, more or less. Yeah. Um, so the beat that she sample had to put on, the sample was not cleared. Thank yeah. you for the technical term. Yeah. The sample was <laughs> not cleared. So the even the beat that was on, it was not, it was a little bit disjointed from the lyrics that she was saying. So... I feel like with all of that combined, did not give the heavy hitter like she did with Remy Ma, you know? Yeah. So, so you, we you, win some, we lose some. We're just waiting on the next round. I feel like Meg probably won that round off of the strength of she only said one line. And it was no names attached to it, and it really stung her on that yeah. part. And uh, I'm guessing that line was alluding to her husband's past situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm moving to um, SA. And things can you, of that you uh, talk about that for the other viewers that don't know? Like, oh yeah. So, am I allowed to talk about it? Will we get to monetize? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how people. You know, we'll get marked down yeah. off of like that stuff. So basically, Nicki Minaj's husband. Um, he allegedly, I'm about to put that, allegedly um, essayed a woman when he was like 15 or 16 years old. And obviously when you make those actions, he went to jail for those amount of years. And now he's permanently on the sex offenders list like everybody else that's a sex offender. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and this is public knowledge. I can look this up. You can look this up. Everybody can. And I guess... The thing that stung the most with Nikki is just the fact that how dare you talk to me about my situation when you got all this ish going on. Yeah. But let's be clear. Everybody has been talking about it. Um, everybody I'm, knows about it. And we all know that she's known for dating men that are beneath her. Yeah. Uh, Safari. Meek Mill. Not for nothing. Isn't like. Now Kenneth Petty. Isn't so, it like Nicki Minaj's brother accused of some some crazy? Issue? Oh yeah, that's why the running joke yeah. is she likes sex offenders because her <laughs> brother was one. All them expensive lawyers did not help his case. Otherwise, if he wasn't, if it was, it didn't happen. I'm pretty sure all that money would have helped him get out of jail. But I'm just saying, with all that money, and he still went to jail. Dang, I'm just saying. And I think they're talking about a uh, mega stallion might be possibly. Suing Nikki over bullying. I don't think so. Oh, come on, no, don't do that. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think she I don't will, think but I think that. it's like one of them things that's like, I, don't, I, don't I believe could that. if I wanted to. I don't believe that. Yeah, don't do that. I don't think she would, though. This no, is, because this is hip-hop go back right? into yeah. the booth if you have something exactly. to say. I will help out, but, you know. This is, this is hip-hop. <laughs> like, stop it. Don't, don't do that. And there might be some new uh, video evidence as far as that whole Tory Lane situation that might help his case. And I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is... Okay, we'll get to Tory Lanez and then we'll go back to that. Um, the thing that is kind of annoying about the Tory Lanez situation at this point is just the fact that not literally three-fourths out of the situation of him getting in trouble was not even the fact that he shot Meg or allegedly. Yeah. It's just the fact that all this went down while he was on probation. He is a Canadian citizen on probation from a prior incident. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have a gun in the car. Even if you have a gun in the car and it doesn't belong to you, you're violating you're violating your you're probation, yep. and yeah. you're getting thrown back. So whether that happened or not, he was still going to go down anyway. Yeah. So throwing Meg into the mix is kind of like, what was the point of that? Because your fave with the muffin cap back 
is going to be in jail regardless. <laughs> my whole, my whole, my whole thing that aggravated me about that situation was um, when when the trial was going on, Tory Lanez was just like, "Oh, you know, she don't know who shot her. Like, she don't know what she's talking about." But I'm like, "Bro, if you didn't shoot her, just say you didn't shoot her. You never said that you didn't shoot her, yeah. and no one said who did. Exactly, you're not saying who did. You still in jail, not saying who did." Because not for nothing, every like some people online are saying like Meg's best friend shot her. If she did, Tori say something, yeah. please. <laughs> this is your life on the line. Exactly. Come on, best believe I'm not going down for nobody. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if somebody else did it and it's not you, say who did it. I don't care who's snitching. Six nine, six nine did it, and he's still walking around. Yeah. I'm not condoning snitching culture. Please <laughs> do not. Quote me on that. We are in North New Jersey. I'm not condoning snitching culture. But in the same breath, bro, you about to get, you're in jail and you're about to get deported after you finish that sentence. Yeah, so you better bro. clear that shit up before we do like, that. Yo, you, yeah. you, all, you doing all this talking through, through, the, through the jail phone or whatever. Bro, say who did it. Tell your lawyers who did it. That's it's stupid, man. So do you, do you believe in um, snitching? Uh, so I, mean, I know you're not, but hey, here's my thing, man. <laughs> oh, if I'm listening, here's my thing. I said this before, I'll say it again. Yeah, if you're not in the streets, and even if you are on the streets, street rules are imaginary. Street rules are imaginary, they're not real, they only exist in the community that you're in, right? You leave your community. You don't know, nobody knows your whereabouts. You, don't, you probably don't have to worry about that anymore. If you think about it, like, all the big mafia bosses, right? The, the big mafia bosses that did the most crimes, that killed the most people, all of them snitched. All of them. Mm-hmm. Benny the Bull, um, John Gotti. Well, no, so John Gotti did. Actually, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if John Gotti snitched because he, he, he stayed in there. But... Like a lot of like the big Italian mob bosses, like they snitch, like they turn snitch. And the and the, and the blacks, yeah. A lot uh, of them snitch too. Yeah, a lot of them snitch. Who was uh? What's his name? Um, dude, Denzel played. Um, um, who did he play? Nicky Barnes? No, nah, not Nicky. Nah, Barnes. he played uh, damn, Godfather of Harlem. No, that's Nicky Barnes. Wait, that's, uh, who do who do you fuck it? Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas snitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right and. If you do, if you do the time, if if you do time, and you know you 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 take one for the team, you take one for the gang. Nobody's doing anything for you. Like you, you will come out with nothing. You will come out with absolutely nothing. Nobody's gonna take care of your family. I know that that's the uh, the gang myth everybody likes to like to dispel. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna save money for you. We're gonna take care of your family. Your family gonna be straight. No, no, they're not. Like if you if you got a long stretch, you got like t- a ten year bid. And you think your gang gonna take care of your family? No, because if they're gonna set money aside for you, they family gotta eat too. Yeah. They family gotta eat too. So chances are you're probably not coming out with nothing. Yeah, speaking of that, um, there's a guy, shout out to uh Brian Glaze Gibbs. I don't know if you ever follow him or watch like any of his um stories, but um, you know, we chatted it up a couple times. I'm trying to like interview him. You know, right now he's actually on uh witness protection. And he snitched. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I read his book as well. But um, basically, what, what it came down to, he was under uh, Fat Cat. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. ran like a, like a heavy organization back in Queens back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, so when he was locked up, 
you know, he got word like Fat Cat was turning on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was trying to pin like like multiple murders. He he went he went to jail with like multiple murders, went to prison, and um, but it's trying to pin more on him. But also like he had like thirty million. Somebody took that shit while he was in prison. You know, yeah. his mother was dying while he was in there, hey. and he was like, "Yo, they turning on me." I'm turning. Uh, hey, That's it. I mean, fuck hey. it. Look and he got the, out. Look at the why I sell Rico cakes. Yeah, Yo. yeah. So he's he's saying the same thing you say. Like it's a myth. It is a myth. Yeah. It is something to keep the community, the criminals in our community, criminals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I think. Now, yo, to switch it up, right? NBA Youngboy signs over his parental rights for $5 million. Two briefcases. Floyd brought it to him. Do you guys listen to his music? Nah. I don't really listen to his I music. Yeah. Nah. I don't listen you to listen to him? him? Youngboy at all. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, from what I heard, like, he's not... I don't think he's trash or nothing. Like, like he's all right. You know no, what I'm saying? I, but I, I think he's a good artist for his generation. Yeah. yeah. But signing over your uh, parental rights. So it's funny. I, I was just watching an interview. Yeah. Where he did an interview at the at the crib with, with the kids, and the interviewer was just like, "Yeah, like you seem like a family man. Like, you know, when you when you're gonna like maybe like retire and maybe just take care of the family." And he was like, "You know what? Like, I ain't gonna lie to you." I'm just here at the house because you're here. Wait, what? I, yeah. Wait, wait, bring that back. <laughs> so he was he was doing an interview. Yeah, yeah. This guy was doing an interview with Young Boy, right? Mm-hmm. And he had he was in a Young Boy's house with his kids. You know, his kids were like crawling on him, and he was playing with the kids, or whatever. And the interviewer was just like, "Yo, you seem like a, a, a big family man. Like, you know, when you know, like, how do you think your family plays into like your your everyday life or whatever?" And uh, Young Boy was just like, "I ain't gonna lie." I wouldn't be here if you weren't here. I'm fucking. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not usually here. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm doing what I got to do. Like, like I'm not. I'm. I'm not usually playing with these kids. Like I'm usually out. So I'm and not so really kept, a family kept man. Kept it a buck. Well, like, at least he ain't plays into yeah. it. it. Plays into it. But hey, if signing over your parental rights is, I want to say, I want to say extreme, but considering. I don't even know if he has the certain people don't even have the mental capacity to be a parent. And I think he's one of those people. Um, He's just not in it mentally. Like, yeah, you could physically have a child, but your heart and soul got to be into it. Like that's like someone that's a part of you, but old boy got like what? 50, 11 kids. Like what? Like 14 of them. Or am I, am I lying? Can't pull out of his own driveway. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a lot, man. For you to yeah. for you to accept the bag and sign it over, I mean, I get it. Like, oh, maybe so fatherhood is not your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave him five million. Money team gave him five million. And he said, "Sign away your parental rights." He's like, "All right, I'll take this five. That's how much my kid is worth." <laughs> crazy. It's crazy work. So, so one day when the kid gets older, like who's he's gonna my look daddy? back and be like, "Yo, that's 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 my value." Five million. That, that's 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 his value to me. Yeah. Five million. I'm worth, I'm worth five million. Worth five million. That's, that's, that says a lot. That says a lot. He's not man. mentally there. Yeah. I just, yeah, feel, I just gotta, feel bad for the kid, man. Yeah. But to I mean, me, it's like, I feel bad for the child because he's a bad parent. And also, I hate sounding like a, like, I don't want to say like pick me phrases, but like at the end of the day, we are all accountable of our own ish. Yeah. If you knew this man wasn't ish, mm-hmm. 
and don't take care of his kids and barely pay child support for the other kids. Why are you laying down with that man? And then Mm -hmm. be like, oh, we're having a baby. No, you having a baby by yourself. (laughs) Be prepared. Yeah, for her, I think at the time, you know, of course her father's like Floyd, but then, you know, you're dating NBA young boy, you're in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? You get caught up in the hype. Mm -hmm. It's cute. Until nah, she, them other chicks ain't like me though. Nah, yeah. other chicks. Everybody, yeah. I was yeah. them. <laughs> no, he'll him. find another chick that's I could very him. similar to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. could change him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you can't, sis. Leave yeah. them where they at. Yeah. So to uh, to switch gears real quick, um, I know we uh, we talked about this before, but I, it seems it seems to continue to be an issue. Yeah. So. If you just if you've seen the news recently, so Boston, the state of the um the the city of Boston mm-hmm. is building housing shelters for migrants, and a lot of people have problems with it because they're like, "Yo, I'm poor and I'm working forty hours a week and I can't get housing. I can't get like Section Eight housing." Yeah, you guys are just building it for them and just letting them chill in there, chill for free, mm-hmm. and. New York City is rolling out a $53 million prepaid debit card program. Prepaid <laughs> debit card program so yeah. they, can, they can go to bodegas and eat. Nah, that's wild. That's wild, yeah, man. Meanwhile, we have to Instacart, DoorDash, yeah. Uber Eats our way through the yep. struggle. <laughs> For migrants. I, yeah, I feel like it's crazy because um, at the same time, you got gentrification going on. Like, it's, it's happening. And it's pushing us... Out the neighborhood. Lower middle mm-hmm. people out. You know what I'm saying? And and they're bringing more people in that's not really from here. Getting health care, getting whatever different money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got all but, the opportunity that, they, that, yeah. that we have. So, so that's, a, that's a, yeah, that's a bit crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's already congested as it is. The cost of living is going higher. And we don't got space for all these people. Not at all. The crown's going to go up. Yeah. Problems already like you. You said last week about like uh, the migrant, yeah, the migrant girl that like found how many like what forty something. Oh yeah, little girl, man. They found like um, damn, I forget the exact number now, but it was uh, I want to say thirty two or thirty six samples. Yeah, of DNA. Mm-hmm. So you got grown ass men that raped this little girl, and they somewhere roaming. Somewhere around Somewhere Roman. They're around your kids. And a lot of them are that's not, not the only in one. the system. Yeah, and that's not the only one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's say, for example, right? Let's say Trump does win the election. And you know how Trump feels. So say yeah. Trump is like, yo, everybody got to get the fuck out. Go back to where you came from. How you going to find them? How you going to find them? They're going to blend in. We're talking yeah. about Jersey, New York. It's already, they're going to blend in. Well, remember, during his reign, there were like several hundred kids that just magically disappeared in those ice... Shelters. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yep. Not for nothing. Yeah, there, there was all kind of stuff going on in those uh in those shelters. Yeah, man. yeah like I even saw a video where like so what a lot of the, the migrant women are doing are are um are teaming up with the migrant men. Mm-hmm. The migrant women are knocking on doors in Brooklyn. I actually had to warn my homegirl in Brooklyn about this. They're knocking on doors, asking asking people for money, hey, I just got to the country, like I need money for food. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If you feel sorry enough for them, you go dig in your pocket, you go dig in, you go get your wallet, you go dig in your pocket or whatever, and then some dude comes behind you, pushes your door open, and they, and they both rob you. Got him. Yeah, that happened gotcha. in the Bronx, too. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude is actually getting deported. Like like two of the two of the guys that that was into it, they're getting deported. But yeah, that's an ongoing issue. They break in, tie you up, rob you. It's like, and you got some of them that uh will go to your property, like in the suburbs or the city, whatever. They go to your property, they stay and squat, and it's hard to get them out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get yeah. them off of your property. The laws are designed to pretty much help them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like and then coming in by coming in by the droves, like yeah. If you see the footage of like the, the hundreds of thousands of people that are just crossing into the border, and like yo, one of the things Texas ain't playing. I don't know if you guys have seen the news, but Texas. Oh yeah, they don't play. Yeah. They, they're not playing. So what Texas is doing, they're like, I right, well, you know what? We're gonna sue the Biden administration. Yeah. And we're pretty much gonna say y'all not gonna help us, so fuck it, we're gonna. Help ourselves. They sent out troops to the National Guard mm-hmm. to pretty much put walls up around their borders with barbed wire. Yeah. They, they sent the National Guard out. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott sent the, uh, sent the National Guard out to uh, to protect their borders, the borders of Texas. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, everybody hates Texas. Like all like the left the left wing left wing nut jobs. They hate Texas, but that's what I'm talking about. That's what a lot of of that's what Jersey needs. That's what everybody needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely what we need, man. They showed, like, some of the families down there actually crawling through the barbed wire. Yeah. That's wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? The mom and the kids, like, crawling through the barbed wire, like, getting cut the fuck up. I'm like, that's wild, man. That's desperation. I mean, I know there's, like, certain certain situations where, like, certain families need to, yeah. like, dip off because certain people, let's just say, like, a certain family member has political power and they're trying to, you know, change the regime and mm-hmm. they're targeting not just the political person, their entire family bloodline. They will kill everybody. So, yeah, they have to go. Mm-hmm. And I do feel bad for the situation because a lot of that is like unfortunate. Yeah. But the very few that fuck it up for everybody, basically. So. Yeah, America just needs to learn how to prioritize our own and before we're able to help other people. We're going through a recession and a depression. And we are not in a financial state to like be giving out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You hit it on the head. We gotta worry about our own first. And like I said before, like a lot of these people, like, sure, the media narrative is that yo, you know, it's uh it's it's South Americans, it's Mexicans. But it's not like that. I, like for somebody that's worked in an ICE facility, I was a detention officer in an ICE facility. Like they're coming from everywhere. They're coming through Mexico and they're coming through South America. Yeah, but that's not where they start, right? So if they re- so and the media's phrasing them as asylum seekers, but it's, they're not, right? Because if they really sought asylum, they crossed a bunch of other countries on the way here. Yeah, they could have just set up shop there. But Americans, but America gives them incentives to come here, like uh, prepaid debit cards and like you know uh, migrant shelters, like healthcare, like we our town, like some city, like New York and New Jersey is are, is sanctuary sanctuary states. Yeah, like just that name itself is is crazy when you like sanctuary states. So like we we give them incentives to come here. Well, that's that's crazy though that you know we're sanctuary states. And we wanted to invite everybody over here, but now you're reneging. You're like, no, 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 you gotta go yeah, back. Yeah, Eric Adams is, is reneging. Eric, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they shipped uh, what twenty five thousand people up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and like now, Eric Adams wants to 
sue the bus companies that are um that are that are transporting them from Texas over here. Yeah. Like he's like, nah, like if y'all don't keep sending them over here, we're gonna sue y'all. But I'm like, yo, bro, you bro, you were just the same one. It was just like, no, we'll take them. Like, there's no such thing as an illegal person. You you wanted to be about that life. Yeah, New York is founded on uh immigration. Yeah, like you wanted to be about that life. And Governor Abbott was just like, word, bet. We're gonna send them to you then since you about that life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you just like help, help. Like, nah, bro, it's too late. They over here now. And now we're going back and forth. We, we, we bring them to Jersey, bring them to New York. They go back and forth. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, the boy Greg Abbott said, like, Greg Abbott, he took a tour of New, of New York and saw the migrant crisis. Right? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, like, and I'm going to keep sending them over here. Yeah, yeah, the shit is bad. But I'm going to keep sending them over here because as bad as it is over here, it ain't nothing like it is in Texas. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep sending them over here until Biden do, does something about it. Like, hey, you got to respect it. I mean, hey, he stood on business. He stood on business. There it is. There yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, yo, I know you want to uh, mention Jersey, right? Yeah, so, um, yes, New Jersey has once again, for the sixth year in a row, has been voted the most moved from state in America. So everybody's leaving Jersey mm. for the sixth year in a row. And... We should talk about the reasons why. Yeah. They're moving, but I feel like I feel like it's still crowded. Because <laughs> I feel like it's still already, crowded. I don't even want to touch that subject. That's no crazy. More, I mean, we I already know, know why. Well, I know yeah. New York coming over. Exactly. Yeah, that's the reason why over. it's crowded in Jersey. Yeah. On my block, I'm like Hello Life and Crazy. Hey, y'all gotta circle the block like four times to find one parking spot. <laughs> and that's still yeah. way around like two more blocks I gotta go. And because, like, like I made a post about this earlier, because yeah. New Yorkers think over here is cheap. Well, it's not. compared to New York, yeah, 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 yeah. Compared to New York, it's cheap. But here's the thing. Yeah. You guys were crazy enough to pay $3,000 for a fucking closet. Now y'all come over here and drive up a reasonably priced two one two-bedroom apartment. For almost two k, crazy. Yeah. The studio apartments are starting out at two k right now. Yeah, I need y'all to pack so it the fuck down. up. Yeah, <laughs> for real. If I yeah. see another New York license plate, I'm saying pack it the fuck up and go across the damn bridge. I'm yeah. See, you know, no. like with, with New York, it's like they quick to talk shit on Jersey. They be like, "Why are you over here in the city?" You get what I'm saying? But yeah. my question is... I, I get my work done and I leave. I'm not staying in this moment. Well, yeah, a lot of them be like, yo, like, like you know, you guys are causing uh, whatever congestion by coming over to the city. Like, why are you over here? But y'all just as much in Jersey. In Jersey, yeah. But also, why are you moving here when... Why don't you just go upstate? If you hey. shit on Jersey, why don't you go upstate? That shit country as hell. Quiet. Go up yeah. there. Go to Albany, go to Syracuse. They don't to want to do that, though, because it's too far away from their precious city. Uh, too far it's too, away. It's too far away. It's not, it's not, there's no financial district. But we hate Jersey. It's just not New York. Go over there, then. Yeah, go the fuck over there. Oh go back God. home. I love my New York folks, though. I love them. Here. But it, the, the very few is messing it up for y'all because I need them to leave so I can get my $1,000 apartment back. <laughs> exactly. Tired of y'all. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's never going back. Yeah. Talking about some oh, never going back. Sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred. That's not bad. It's terrible. What the fuck? Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah it's never going back, man. Uh, yeah. They just keep on building. Jersey City, they changed it up. Yeah, it's just going. It's going you know, keep rising. Did the same thing with New Brunswick. They're coming to Newark with it. 
Yep. They're coming to Newark with it. They're talking about going to Trenton with it. It's going to shoot across the whole state. Until everybody leaves. Yeah. Yeah, until everybody leaves. And the only people that are here are the The New York transplants. Yeah. The very wealthy. Where's Jersey going? Where's everybody moving to from uh, Jersey? What, PA? I think PA. PA, Delaware. The the Cat. The yeah, Carolinas. Yeah. Me, me, myself, I'm even looking at Tennessee. I'm going to be real. I, I'm, I'm looking at, at the South. Yeah. Yeah, my boy moved down South, and he's like, yo, I moved to uh, South Carolina. Yeah, everybody's from Jersey and New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DC. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. actually thought about, um, I was thinking about moving to D.C. for a very, very long time, and yeah. my cousins were really convincing me on trying to move to Maryland and stuff. So I come down for a couple of times. I mean, they friends. I'm like, hey, so where you from? Like, oh, I'm from Elizabeth. I'm from Linden. I'm from Kent. So all y'all niggas is from Jersey. See, it's the same thing. They about to have the same argument that we have with New York. Yeah, They're going to feel the same way. My homegirl been trying to get me to move down to to Virginia for a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't know, man. She's like, yo, it's you get everything. Like, for the price you pay, you get way more than what you get up here. Yeah, VA is like the cutoff. like. You south, you north, depending on what part of VA, you still got like that up top kind of, kind of, you know, to kind of move a little bit of same. If you go a little further, it's kind of, you know, southern. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the. I think, I think North Carolina is the furthest I will go southwise. Like actually trying to find like a place. Yeah, I think I would have been left. I got a son. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's what's stopping. That's stopping. Yeah, the thing like my son up there. The only thing holding a lot of people here is just family. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only thing holding a lot of people here is family. Yeah, family. Other than that, yeah, nah. So, so what would uh what would force you to finally like make that decision to leave? Uh, perfect. Uh, the perfect situation, like perfect job opportunity. Yeah, like if uh. Beyonce want me to write her write on her album. Yeah, I'm hop. She's like she's only in in, in uh, Tennessee. I guess I'm going to Tennessee. Yeah, I about to say you ain't going to H Town. <laughs> H, I go to H Town. I, I about to Tex- say, I go bro, to Texas. you better go where she go. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if it's West Bubble Fuck. That's Beyonce. Yeah, you I'm answer the call. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go where the money's at. Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, yeah. And I know we always like as creatives, we try to. Stick to New York as far as like working opportunities or to LA, but honestly, the way that it's just going, we could just take a plane ticket back, just do a couple of projects, and then go back to where we're going. Like, no, I, I saw a story like last year that was that there was a girl that worked in New York, mm-hmm. but she flew, she 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 would fly like she had a work from home job. But like it was like like what is it called like uh it was a hybrid position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she's required to be in the office a couple of days but then she's working from home the rest of the days. Mm-hmm. She lives in South Carolina and she just flew back because it was cheaper than actually living here. She flew back and forth on the. On the, on the, on the, <laughs> the I want to know days. what the plane ticket costs are because I know from North to Charlotte, North Carolina. North Kakalaki. I know that shit is expensive as fuck. So what the hell? <laughs> Number two, I want to know what's her salary. I w- is yeah. it two two and a K? Like what? What's yeah. that going? Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, I said it. I said it in a post not too long ago. I was just like, yo, it's getting to the point in Jersey. It's getting to the point where it's like you either have multiple side hustles or live in poverty. 
Yeah, you got to have some type of uh, side hustle. That's it. You can't you can't just get yeah. get get by on one income. Mm-hmm. You either, even if you buy yourself, like you either have multiple side hustles or live in poverty. Mm-hmm. Would you ever uh, would you ever go back to Africa? Not go back, but would I'm you ever? Say we went. Like, no, 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 no. But you know, you know, I'm saying go back because you know our people originated so there. I would have to really like look up their laws. Yeah, and look up like what the politics are like, and like because they're telling Black Americans like, "Yo, come home." Mm. And some people are going over there, and they're like, "Yo, it's the uh, life. Yeah. You get land." Because yo, I know I know people that that went to Africa, man. I knew a dude from Spain, and he married an African girl. Mm. And he was saying he went to uh, one of the cities over there. He was like, yo, I feel like I was in New York. The clubs, like oh, the, yeah, the, the neighborhoods, clubs. you know, what they show on TV, like, you know, everybody living in the jungle and all that shit. Like, he yeah, was yeah, like, it wasn't yeah, nothing I, like that. I, I always knew, like, that wasn't. Yeah. That was false propaganda. I feel yeah. like we all knew, propaganda. like, in high school, yeah. that yeah. was, like, false. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. afraid of our own, uh, our own people, basically. That's what it, you know, that's what it was. But then again, it's like, you always... I've always and, and I've had I've had this confirmed. I've always heard stories about how like you know, Africans don't fuck with African Americans. Mm. Oh, we are we about to open that back up? I yeah, mean, I've, heard that. I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it from Africans because I oh. feel like yeah, Black Americans don't really take advantage of uh, all the opportunities we have. Okay, so here's where I'm gonna be like, let's pause that for a second there. Yeah. So when. I, that's what I have a love hate relationship when when non Native Americans make that statement because the opportunities that we're talking about they're more accessible to the immigrants that are coming in because number one they have no credit yeah. they're coming in with a fresh start mm-hmm. and they're actually verbally telling them these opportunities versus we have to literally search high and low, go through the woods to get to fucking grandma's house just to see one or two opportunities, and half the time, we don't even fucking qualify. Yeah, that's true. So I literally had to explain this to an Uber driver because he was telling me, American, an American born and raised, that we are lazy. And I'm like, mm. how, that offensive much? You don't even know me. So he, so he just... Just flat out told Say you that. that Americans are lazy and we don't take the opportunities to take advantage of these programs or resources. And I'm just like, how can we take advantage of those resources when they're geared towards you guys? Number two, when we're immigrating the correct way, right? Yeah. Mind you, um, they have to go through an immigration process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these countries are not just sending any old body. They send in the cream of the crop. From their country to come over here. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to be more equipped. They're, of course, they're going to be slightly more intelligent and things of that nature because they have been working towards this their entire lives. A lot of them are college educated. A lot of them have their masters. A lot of them have a lot of accomplishments in their countries. Yeah. yeah. And now they're coming here. basically having a better platform, a better like leverage because they have the knowledge of that versus I'm pretty sure uncle Greg from fucking Jamaica and them that chill at the freaking palm trees near the beach all day. Are they going to be the ones to be qualified? No, just like Tyrone and them chilling on the corner. They ain't going to be qualified either going over (laughs) to where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Like at my last job when I was a detention officer, like I was working with people from other countries 
It's like, yeah, I'm a doctor in my in, in my old country. I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just I'm just doing this. I'm just doing this job till I can like pass pass my pass loss pass uh, uh my my uh my like my doc all the doctor school and shit like my my, uh, my pre med and all that stuff. And in order to make those accomplishments, a lot of us Americans we have to give money. Yeah. It's not a lot of this for free. A lot of stuff that is over in those other countries, yes, it would cost money for education, but not nearly as much as in America. Yeah. So, yes, you have the same quality of education, if not even greater, at the fraction of the cost. Yeah, and so, I'm, of course, there's a lot of doctors and lawyers in the continents of Africa, in East Asia, all these countries. And I've nothing, I feel like... Telling black Americans that they're lazy is a gaslighting tool. Telling Americans that they're lazy is a gaslighting tool because... We're one of the most hardworking countries in the world. I have a question. Yeah. Now, now speaking on that, right? Yeah. When they're saying, like, black Americans are lazy, I had a friend that just recently asked me, do I feel that, uh, you know, the desegregation kind of crippled uh, black Americans? Did it affect us? Like, how did it affect us? I feel like people that are over the age of like 65 would probably say, yeah, because yeah. they actually witnessed with their eyes the changes that are affected upon that. So mm-hmm. we we grew up with this. So we think it's normal. But yeah. then to them, shoot, our grandparents that, you know, that are still around, they're like, no, we had everything out of nowhere. We have nothing. Yeah. Well, I just want to finish that. My, my last thought. So. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll answer that. Um, I feel like, like uh, when they say Americans are lazy, Black Americans are lazy. I feel like it's it's gaslighting mm-hmm. because it's like because you are co- willing to come over here and do more work than us for less of the pay, and we want to actually get paid what we're worth. You're calling us lazy. Like no, like we don't want to get paid shit wages for the work that we do. Just yeah. because you're willing to do it at half the price doesn't mean we're lazy. It just means that we want to. We want to actually. We know our worth. And they wouldn't understand it until they're in the economic structure of America. Mm-hmm. They have those low wages, and we now they have to work two, three jobs just to equate exactly. to living here. Mm-hmm. Shoot, some people are moving back because the cost is so high. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ask any immigrant. Like, the America they thought they saw on TV it's ain't nothing. the same America they got when they got over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why a lot of them find, fall into crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was watching a DJ Academics interview. He's from Jamaica. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's originally from Jamaica. He was like, yo, in Jamaica, like, we had land. Like, we had land, and we had, like, chickens and animals running around. I come over here to New York, and it's like three of us sleeping in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like the culture shock was different. So yeah, like, and to 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 answer your question, um, the the desegregation like hurt us. Yeah, I feel like it did a bit because even though during the times of segregation, you know, we we went through Jim Crow laws and like we went through like the horrible and the horrific things that happened to us back then. Yeah. And still happening today. Yeah. One's still happening today, but mm-hmm. way less, right? But even though the, even even though we went through that, we still there was still a sense of togetherness. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was still a sense of community among black people. We were more focused on ourselves. Like 
we could we had our own grocery stores. We had our own, you know, bus lines and movie theaters. Yeah. We didn't have to depend on this white man's corporation. So it, it helped us and, and it hurt us at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. It it both did benefit us and and it did hurt us at the same time. You know? Because they didn't have the infrastructure to combine all of us together. Yeah. And we still ended up with the shitty end of the stick. Like, our schools are still underfunded. They still have outdated books, if they have books at all. They yeah. still are overpopulated, and our teachers are underpaid because they're in those areas that were segregated. Yeah, yeah so we were segregated, but then I feel like desegregation came then our neighborhoods are still segregated. Because of property just lining. Messes up, yeah. Redlining. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so um, <laughs> change gears a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw a, uh, I was watching the whatever podcast, and I saw this quote, this guy, I forgot his, I forgot his name, but he said, relationships only survive when the, when the woman loves the man more than the man loves the woman. Hmm. Like when if if it it's like when the it's like forty five fifty five if the woman loves the man forty five if the woman loves the man fifty five and the, and the man loves the woman forty five that's when the relationship is successful right because the opposite is the woman if the woman if the man loves the woman forty five and the woman loves the man I'm sorry let me go there sorry yeah go ahead. If it's the opposite, and the the man loves a woman fifty five, and the woman loves a man forty five, then that woman will soon not respect him. If that makes sense. Yeah. I know yeah. you guys are waiting for my response. That's the yeah, way. but to me, like I, I really don't know if that makes. I don't think that makes sense for real, for yeah. real, because I know like old sayings back in the day. You know, old black folks, um, at least like the black. Mothers and grandmothers, they will instill in us, like, hey, they somebody that, at least in the beginning, he seems to be more interested in you than you are of him, kind of, sort of. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're chasing after somebody that really kind of not really looking at you like that, he's going to be like, whatever about the relationship from the beginning versus somebody that's been intentional about dating you from the beginning. Yeah. So that's mm. the part where I'm just like, mm, I don't think that's true. I can get it a little bit. I can get it, I can get both both sides right mm-hmm. because um, you know with the, like I've I've learned from my own personal experiences that like you don't want to create a power dynamic where the woman is just walking all over you. Like it, one of the things in the, one of the uh, one of the things they talk about in the qu- the clip is how. Women say that they don't like nice dudes that they can walk all over, mm-hmm. right? They want the dude that they can't manipulate. Because if they can manipulate you, if they find out that you can be manipulated, they can walk all over you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of women don't look. I don't like saying this word. Pussy-ass niggas. Pussy-ass <laughs> men. Um, that's what I would yeah. call it. Like, at the end of the day, as my auntie, um, Jill Scott, have said, um... If you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what you do. But if you can't tell me what to do, nigga, you can't tell me what to do. Like, that's the period. Yeah. 
Like, if you can be authoritative in a relationship without being disrespectful, of course, a woman will listen. But if you're not showing characteristics of you being a leader, how can we be relying on our femininity? How can we mm-hmm. rely on you as a man? How can we rely on you as a leader if you don't know how to lead? Yeah. Mm. So until men are ready to lead and do all these things, your girl will act right. So would you say, so would you agree that that's a conditional fem- femininity? I mean, yes and no, because how can I lean on my femininity when I have to do man shit? The, our car breaks down. There's a tire that's been popped. Yeah. I have to get outside to push the car while you're driving the steering wheel? How's that me relying on my femininity? Mm. How am I putting together this tire when you chilling, relaxing in the vehicle? That's not relying on my, my femininity. So it's not really like conditional. It's more or less. It's just like, how can you rely on me as a woman when you're making me do man shit too? Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Now, what if that was uh, the, like, how would you feel if it was the reverse, right? So it was like, oh well, you know what? Um, I'm not gonna be masculine. Like I'm, I'm gonna just be feminine until you, until you know, you give me a reason to be masculine. As in, like cooking and cleaner or something like that. Yeah. Then date somebody that cooks and cleans. As a, also as well. Like, if you want somebody like that, you have to date somebody that's willing to do that. You can't just shape somebody that's already out of the motion of, I don't cook. I don't clean. I give pussy. That's what I do. And there's, <laughs> there's girls that are like that. And some yeah. dudes okay with that. They got enough nah, money to sustain wild. that and all this other crap. They're okay with that. And there's others that are like, listen... In order to get a little, you got to give a little. Mm-hmm. That's that in a relationship. In a relationship, it's not always 50-50. I might be down, I'd be 20, he'd be 80. I might be up, I mean, be 70, he'd be 30. Things like that. Like, it's a give and take in a relationship. I'm pretty sure. I know you nodded, but I know you agree. But <laughs> You better agree. Whatever. Better, hey. <laughs> we got to drive home together. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever. Yo. Because, so, yeah. you know, I try to keep it biased regardless. Like, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you want to date these types of women, go after these women. Yeah. But also expect the opposite effect. Don't expect a a housewife with 50-50 intentions. Mm-hmm. If you expect her to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the child rearing on top of her working a full-time job on, like you are. Yeah. There's got to be a give and a take. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I never, uh, I was never. Uh, so I'm, I'm all for fifty fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm for fifty fifty in all aspects, monetarily, housework. Yeah, not all. Work, not everybody views fifty fifty like that either. Nah, you can't just be like because yeah. they think about rent and utilities is fifty fifty. Not like everyday life within the household. Nah, nah. I want, I want, I need fifty fifty in all aspects. Right now, said before, like I agree one hundred percent that men should be. The one hundred percent financial providers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should strive to be that. Yes, I mean but, we're not in the economic standpoint yeah. to do that at the given moment. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's the if ultimate goal for every. I feel like for every man, that's the ultimate goal. If you ain't got it like that, you ain't got it like that, and that's it's cool not to have it like that. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of the country don't got it like that, mm-hmm. right? 
So reality is you want yeah, y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to fifty fifty it up. Right? Y'all gonna have to fifty fifty it up. And it's not just it's not just for the finances, it's for everything. Yeah. Cause fifty fifty, like it's you're a human being at the end of the day. Just like you said, like some days he might have it, you might not. You might have it, he might not. Y'all gotta take account y'all gotta be account be able to be accountable of each other. Each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, do I, do I believe in 50-50? Yes and no, all for the strength of not everybody is on, not every, every day in the relationship dynamic, like I said before, will be 50-50. Because there will be instances where I'm up, he down, and he's up and I'm down. Yeah. Or we're both up together. Or shit, we all both down together. It's, that's what happens in life in general. So, like. But there are certain aspects that certain people are good at and some people are not. Like, I'm good at cooking and my partner is good at fixing things. Yeah. I don't like looking at instructions. So, like, I let him do his thug thizzle and I'm going to be in the kitchen making sure shit is hot. That's it. Like. Hey. Now, yo, speaking of the male and female role, right? Yeah. Most deaf was recently spotted wearing a skirt. Do you think there's an agenda to feminize, like, the black man? So I, I saw those photos, right? Yeah. And I don't know if it was a skirt or it was Muslim garb. Because, I'm, I'm like... I'm looking it up right now. It was, because most Def is Muslim. He changed his name to Yasin Bey, mm-hmm. right? And you see the long dress, long dressing, right? Yeah. But he's also wearing coats and all of this. So because the coats stop at his waist, it looks like a skirt. Yeah, but it might just be a whole piece, but we can't see because it's because of the coat, and that's usually a Muslim style garb. Um, now that's, that's a possibility. This picture right here looks like a. So I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't a skirt, but I'm just saying it kind of looked like it could be all one piece. Now, I know there were this other guys wearing like, um, cultural garb. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying. Like this looks like significant to like religion or like towards like African culture. You feel like it is? Yeah, I don't. I just feel like uh, an Usher wore a skirt. Nah, that, that was Nas that was X. a skirt. There's a that couple, there's a a couple black celebrities that were wearing skirts. Uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah. That was a kilt. Yeah, a kilt. Since when? When? When do black people wear kilts? That's a Scottish thing, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's an Irish thing. Irish, whatever. Yeah, yeah that shit ain't yeah, uh, Harlem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. Know, I'm just you know I'm indifferent when it comes to the the agenda talk yeah. because at the end of the day, people always say that things that make them uncomfortable mm-hmm. is an agenda because I'm pretty sure I want to say like 50, 60 years ago when we started seeing black people on television, white people were all saying this is an agenda, this is an agenda, people. Yeah. Oh, they passed a law that we can marry. People of other races. This is an agenda to ruin the to ruin the human race. This is an agenda, and now they moved on to something else, which is LGBTQ I plus. So I just feel like when her the goalpost keeps fucking moving. When when is it going to be the draw line of what is deemed gay, what is deemed not? Like I feel like what makes you gay is you sucking dick. That's what makes you gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. you wearing a skirt. Not you wearing a piece of garment, like clothing. Not you painting your nails. Is you getting on your knees sucking dick? 
That's what gay means. So if your man uh, or taking it in the butt, that's what man, gay means. If man, yo, yo, if your dude came home wearing a skirt and painted his nails, you wouldn't feel like no type of way about it. I dated niggas like that before. Yeah, that wore a skirt. I mean, with pants underneath it, but I dated niggas He's like, like that. I, I fucked up niggas like that. He like, I'm not nip. saying he is. Yeah, yo. And I'm not saying this guy is. He's yeah. not. He's like, no, clear that this up. is. Let's clear it. Let's clear that up. Okay. Yeah. To before I even say that. Oh my so, bad. So, so how did how did that even take place? It is. It was like, yo, I just want to. Did this? You know damn them RC niggas in New York. Yeah. Oh, it was RC. Yeah, them, them, yeah, them, them RC gender bendy. Yeah, one of them people. Yeah. So, just so came, it was just yeah. like. At the end of the day, you take the skirt off, the dick still work. Like, hey, <laughs> at the end of the day, I know you just look the gave me the fucking side eye right now. It's all right, bro. It's all right. Because guess what? Guess what? Guess yeah. what? I guarantee you, at least two guys out of this group, I know y'all niggas will fuck a dyke as soon as she takes off them baggy ass pants. 100%. I don't, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I so I don't want to hear shit from no five. I have. I have. What are the type before? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. once again, does that make you gay? Because she appears masculine yeah. in front of your face, but the shit still works. All right. Does yeah, that make you gay? You switched it up on us. Does that make no you gay? Skirt, though. Does, does no. that do rag t- so does the do rag turn y'all on? What happened? Not hey. Okay, hey, so it don't got hey. nothing to do with that. So I do think it's the yeah. pussy still work. Exactly. <laughs> I do. Yeah, nah. Hell nah. I do think that there is an LGBT agenda, but I don't think dudes wearing skirts is it. Yeah. I like, and I used to be a super duper leftist liberal. I was like, no, there's no agenda. It's just you know LGBT people being more visible and seen. But like, nah. Like now I'm like. It's it's getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when you start like putting it in and in, in putting the propaganda in in places that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like in like children's cartoons and children's books. It's yeah. like nah. Like there's nah. At first it was like okay, y'all just want to be visible. Now it's like no. Like it's it's an agenda. Like Disney literally like during in a Disney like board meeting they literally came out and said like no nah, like we have to have a gay kid. A gay person in all of our media, like they they came out and said that. Yeah, now isn't Disney, I mean that's uh, a part money? of their diversity program because they have to have at least one minority, yeah, one of at least three ethnic groups, right, and an LGBT person to represent like the broad spectrum of it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I get why you guys would feel that way. I I just have an unpopular opinion. I'm sorry. I just feel like we survived off of all these Disney movies and TV shows of characters kissing. Yeah. Of all these times. And some of us still came out gay. So I'm trying to figure out us watching media. Does that make us, would that have changed your sexuality if you saw two men kissing? <laughs> Nah, but you then know what? I think why, it might have an influence is, on uh, Then what is the problem though. then? When I, was, uh, I don't think it will necessarily like change the outcome, but I think there is a certain. It's funny, I was just arguing about this not too long ago. Why, why argue? Just state your opinion. That's no, it. Hey. You don't have to yell. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But I think. Um, you, you're emotional. Think, <laughs> <laughs> emotional. Take off that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, um, I think there's a there's a 
a way to appropriately introduce it to kids? Yeah, that I feel like, definitely. And I don't think like the media currently is doing that. They're just like, hey, it's right here. Yeah. I feel like there's certain. Well, I keep my ear onto the streets now. I like because I have a stepson. We have a kid together. We have a kid, mm-hmm. and like I try to pay attention to what he watches and what he sees, and you know. YouTube and stuff like that on the iPad. Um, just to see what's really going on. And y'all need to be more worried about the other shit that them like little reels on YouTube that is not into gay shit. They're doing weird shit online. So I feel like we need to redirect that energy onto that because there's a lot more imagery besides homosexuality that's out there that our children are consuming and it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, the violence, like like the, the the trap drill rap, like yeah, we should uh, we At should put a, we should put a stop on that too. Like monitor. you said, put a stop on drill rap. Yeah, for a certain age. I don't think a five year old should be listening to drill. Yeah, yeah but that, that that falls on a parent though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like now, if you're 13, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, it, mom, I li- I listen to this rap, blah blah. I'm like, I mean, you're 13 years old. As long as they. D- Listen, I put a limit on cursing. Yeah. Not too much. Don't get beside yourself. I was um, at this the relax. house, right? So I'm playing drill music. My son said, oh, my mommy listen to this. I said, yeah. Yeah. Um, she be in the car listen to this all the time. I said, yeah. I was shaking my head. Yeah. So now we're just monitoring, like, what we say and what what, yeah. what we listen to when yeah. he's in the car, yeah. especially as long as it doesn't have any cursing. Yeah. We'll just play it. But if it if got too many curse words, oh, change. No, we're not doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like gangster rap back in the day. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, when it came on the scene, NWA and all that, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people were like, yo, it's, it's, it's too much. You know, we were talking about what's going on in the community. But now, yeah, with the drill... And We're the like ops and, and smoking now. on your ops and smoking on your ops. It's a bit much, but not. I know not every drill music is like that, though. Yeah, I'm gonna, I same thing. Like with, you were, um, I feel like you would hear it anyway. That's why yeah. I said trying to hide it from him. He's gonna hear it anyway. Yeah, you're gonna no hear it anyway. What you do? But you can, sneak and hear it. Still or, play yeah. the step clean the version. You step out the house, a car playing it. You can step anywhere. Yeah. So it's like you hide it. Yeah. But I feel like the difference is right. Like, yeah. I grew up. I was. I grew up as as a church kid. I grew up in a very Christian household. Right. But I PK still kids, hold, MK kids. I still <laughs> heard secular music, but I knew I had to sneak in and hear that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sneak. just play it, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't welcome to my house, right? Yeah. Because uh, my aunt didn't think that was appropriate for my age, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with the pussy rap. Absolutely hate pussy rap. I just saw a video of the, the, little, the little girl. <laughs> Y'all seen that, the video of the little girls um, dancing to a pound town? Oh, the kindergartners? Yeah. Like, come on, fam. What are we doing? Yeah, that's... Pound town. I just met pound town. And I'm like, uh-uh, what the freak? No, yeah, no, no. We're yeah. not... Or incorporating yeah. those beats into, like, lesson plans. I'm like, we could have yeah. picked another <laughs> song. We could pick I mean, so many. If you look at it, though, the churches, they show videos all the time. They be uh, playing hip-hop in the church. You know what I mean? And they'll be and they'll be dancing to it. And I think, like as an example, though, I don't. I feel I'm, like there's yeah, those but, mega churches. Yeah, something like, about the mega churches. I mean, TD mm. Jakes is going to parties with Diddy, though. That's, well, once that's, again, yeah. we you know what I'm saying. Like I said, <laughs> like I said for the that's last time, party parties. 
I'm like, y'all already know how I feel about mega churches. Hey. Well, yeah, but we all know, like, like I know I uh, I visited a church back in the day, and I'm like, yo, what is this, man? They're talking about, like, bring all your, uh, your, your cigarettes to the front, your, your weed you got in your pocket. You know I what I mean? Because there's mad drug dealers in there. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was in, that, in that type of neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? We used to go get uh, prostitutes off the street. You know what I mean? I went there for like two weeks. <laughs> but when I went there, when I went there, like we were getting our prostitutes off the street, you know, bringing them into church and all that kind of stuff. And, and oh, they're very proactive. You know, they was like, yo, um, for the offering. For the offering? For no, the no, no, offering? no, 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 no. For the offering. Oh, no, 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 no. Yo, yo, for the offering, <laughs> you know, you passing, they passing around a plate or whatever like that. And That's you put whatever in there. And they, and they like, nah, I know, I know you guys got $100 bills in your pocket. Oh no, that's yeah, maxed oh, yeah, out. Cause you had a, you know, you said, you know, you know, you had some hustles in there. Like I know you got hundreds in there. So now I'm like, yo, fuck this church. Yeah, I remember. Um, when, <laughs> you know when, what I mean? Uh, that, that just turned me off, man. After that, I never went back to church again. When I was when <laughs> back I was to a, that church or a church? A church. Mm. See, I church feel again. like it's always those one-off moments where it's just like it ruins it for the rest of the people. Cause not everybody, not every um, church building is like that. Not all the people are like that. Yeah, but. The people that gain social media, like, traction and stuff like that creates, like, an image of, like, what makes it not attractive to people like us today and just makes us not believe in a higher power. And, I mean, it's unfortunate at the end of the day because it just turns you away from where you need to seek answers to. Yeah. I mean, when I was was a kid, my aunt and my uncle took me to this church, like, down in Atlantic City. Oh no, that's and, the trenches. I'm sorry. And yo, <laughs> they must have done like four or five offerings in one service. Oh, that's weird. No, and it's like, usually like one, maybe two. If there's like one, a guest. Yeah, two if there's like a guest. But nah, they did like four or five offerings, and after every offering, they're just like, "Yeah, we need fifty more dollars. We need a hundred more dollars." Can can somebody behind our rent? Ask what? the Lord to yeah. bless us with hundred more dollars. Like, come on, fam. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my, they, they turn me all the way off. My drive a beat-up Buick. Like, nah, that ain't... Like, nah. Come on, fam. Yeah. But not everybody built like that. Not everybody moves like that. So it's just like, when you go through those environments, of course you're going to think, damn, every church got to be like this. What the fuck is the problem? Yeah. Why has it always got to be monetary? And usually those things are just to, like, keep the upkeep of the church just to keep the lights physically on. Mm-hmm. Make sure shit running. Make sure we got heat in the wintertime. Those are the main it things. But literally hustling you for, like, $200, that's, that's yeah. maxed out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm like, like, I'll give like $20, $30, you know, like, you know, that's 10% of my income for that week, whatever. Mm -hmm. And keep it moving. That's what I can give. Yeah, I just, I just switched my 10% to, I'll give it to somebody on the street or, you know what I'm saying? I just do little things to, to make my own offering. But I hope you're supposed, uh, well, in the hopes of it, we should all should be practicing it. Not just inside of like a building. We should be giving on to others, doing the things that we're supposed to do is not, not to get churchy or anything like that. These are just the teachings of us trying to be good people. Just being good people. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Like whether you have, whether you believe or not, you just should be just a good person to other people at the end of the day, good to the environment that you live in and all this other stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, not to get too religious. Ah, yo, you sometimes just got to talk about it. Yeah. I talk because it's happening. Oh wait, so I wanted to talk about uh, 
we, we, this probably won't last too long. Mm-hmm. So, Jess Hilarious officially joins the Breakfast Club. After they went through all that drama. After yeah. they went through a bunch of drama. It seemed like it was happening. Because, first of all, there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a bunch of different guest co-hosts. Nobody else rocked it like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Jess. I don't know if y'all were paying attention to the show, but I was paying attention. She asked all the heavy hitter questions that the other two were too busy going back yeah. and forth to answer. Yeah, so not, yeah. Not, not to slight Angela Yee, but like Andy, Angela Yee, she was too docile. She was too... She was playing too much in the middle. She was yeah, playing too much in the middle, trying not to alienate her relationships with anybody. I didn't really like her too much. No? No, no, I'm saying she was all right. I like but her I'm on saying, our, I like her on our new show. Her, I just yeah, feel her, like yeah. trying to be a voice in between two very big people in radio. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like, especially if you don't have the personality for it. I feel like yeah, she she's good on her own with her guests and mm-hmm. guests. And she keeps it moving like that. As long as yeah. her, I'm like, she has a different energy than the other two. Yeah, yeah that's and what Jess it was. Hilarious yeah. has that same intense that same, energy. Yeah, that's intense that's see, that's what it not, is, man. I like that intensity. Yeah. Angela Yee didn't have that intensity. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it, just like you mentioned with like Jess ain't afraid of confrontation. Like even yeah. with uh with Homegirl, Pound Town Homegirl, I forgot her name. Sexy Red. Yeah, sexy not red, Pound Town Homegirl. Pound Town Homegirl. <laughs> with the pussy rap. Yeah, with the pussy rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pound Town Homegirl. You home hate girl, pussy like, rap. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I, I play it by myself in the car with no one around. <laughs> not even you. I, just off of the strength of, I'm not gonna get caught up in. Even like, I'm not gonna say yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> no. Even like pussy R and B. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yo, who's a part of pussy R and B? I want to get into that so, too. Yeah, who is that? I, I want to lo- know too. <laughs> I love Jasmine Sullivan with my the deepest oh, heart. You're, you're about to come for her new album. Don't do it. I love it. <laughs> and I feel like she coming because I'm not going to come for it, right? But I'm going to just say the other albums I could listen to. Like, I'm an R&B head. I love R&B. Yeah. The other, the other albums I could listen to, maybe change the pronouns from she to he, he to she, whatever. And I can vibe to. Yeah. I can't vibe to nothing on that album. Nah? I can't vibe to nothing on that album. It's pussy R&B. Pussy R&B. Not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> Pussy I'm not R&B. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. So the song that she came out with, Ari Lennox, sit on it? Yeah, see, I can't, that was, I can't vibe that, to that. that was, yeah. I can't vibe to that. My toxic masculinity will not allow me to enjoy that album. Because you can't sing to that yourself. Nope. You're like, just sit on it. You can't. Nope. I yeah, can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. Relate. I, my toxic masculinity will not allow me <laughs> to enjoy that. Album. So you're that guy at a scissors concert that is just like, when I'm with you. Yeah, yeah you're the person yeah, that throws gang yeah. signs while niggas. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not me. That's not me. Because like, I, I love like. I have a bunch of favorite female R&B artists. Yeah. And, like, they sing about men, and I, and I, I enjoy that, right? But when it's just that vulgar in your face, mm. it's like, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't sing. I can't sing along to sit on it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of wild, man. I mean, I'll sing it, too. But hey. and that, it's for you, that album is for y'all. I know. Y'all, and that's why. That's why. <laughs> and I still, I love Jasmine Sullivan to death. Yeah, I uh, like I'm on record in a bunch of different other podcasts saying that like, yo, the attention that Adele got, Jasmine Sullivan should have gotten it. Exactly. But Adele only got it because she's white. Sorry. I agree. Because she's on the same 
talent wavelength as Adele. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like vocally, Adele, on the same wavelength. Adele wavelength. got to her heights because she's a singing fat white girl. She's not fat no more. Well, not not anymore. But that's she's that's fat how Jason. Yeah, not anymore. But that's how <laughs> that's how that's how her she got her start. Like the body positive movement. Yeah, she's her career came together in the right time. She can sing though, man. She can. I'm not saying she can't sing. Yeah. She's an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Jasmine's better and because and her career didn't come she her career didn't didn't have the advantage to get that that Adele advantage mm-hmm. because she's black because Jasmine is black and Adele's white. Mm. I I've been on record saying that. But yo, speaking now of Now you're uh, on record again. Hey, yeah, you on record again. It's fine. But yo, speaking of uh, R&B in the comments. I'm a no, I'm just gonna say that SZA. Oh, that's she, been my homegirl since 2012. Uh, for nine awards. I'm sorry, she been my homegirl for nine awards, yo. And she could perform live at the Grammys, yo. You got, I gotta tune in to Maple that. Wood, man. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Hey, Maplewood. Yeah. Hey, she's doing a thing, man. I walk there from my house. To yeah. be honest, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I'm like, dang, sis was really around the way. Like we could have yeah. done something today. <laughs> could have done something back in the day. Come on, girl, I was still yeah. there. Yeah. But um. Speaking of R&B, um, I was having a discussion with some family members um, this week about T-Pain and how I feel like T-Pain walked so a lot of these niggas can run. Mm. I threw in, now don't get back to that. <laughs> I said, <laughs> yeah. I said um, the reason why um, Future skyrocketed after the whole mixtape and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's because he used the same techniques as what Team Payne did with his auto-tune and all this other stuff to get on them hooks. Uh-huh. And his career went upward from there. Yeah. Ain't nobody was listening to his um, mixtapes yeah. before all of that, except for, like, the true hip-hop heads, the underground, all this other stuff. But mainstream, we wasn't listening. We didn't know who Future was yeah. until after he came out with that auto-tune. Give that man his flowers today. 100%. He is not just a podcaster. She is not just yeah. a streamer. He is a foundational artist that shapes R&B and hip-hop that we know today. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He surprised me. I didn't know he could sing live like that. Nah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, we, I've been knew he could sing I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really a fan fan. And but you know, the whole auto-tune thing. I did rock with we him. Would, we wouldn't have little Uzi Vert. We wouldn't have little Baby. We yeah. wouldn't. We wouldn't even have Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj came out of her own mouth yeah. and said back, I want to say in 2007, they, um, he offered like to do a song with her. And they, she said no. Mm. And he, she said to this day she regretted that. She regretted it. And that's Nicki Minaj. It would have been an instant hit. It would have been an instant hit, yeah. especially for the beginning of her career. But she said, nah, she'd rather work with Future. I think a lot of dudes was rocking with it. But then um, Jay came out with that song, Death to Auto Tunes. So then it's like, nah, I ain't feeling the kid. Just like, just like yeah. when uh, everybody was rocking the Ja Rule, when Fifty came out he with Wangsta, like, yeah, yeah corny. He and corny. like, so did you hear? Did y'all hear right? when uh, T Pain was just like, yeah? So he he uh, he just so happened to be on the same flight as Usher. Yeah, and uh, Usher was just like, yo, congratulations, you killed R and B. That's crazy. Usher said that to T Pain. Congratulations, you killed R and B. Congratulations, you killed R and B because he. He's, he uses auto. He used auto tune. He yeah. made auto tune big. So Usher was like, "Congratulations, you killed R and B." see, I feel like everybody that has their own opinion. Definitely hater though. Like, yeah, Usher, you're still good. You're still great in your craft. But that definitely gave hater because it's just like, okay, if you can do better than what the fuck he doing, then why are you worried 
about what he's doing over there. If yeah. you're so good at your craft, if you're so secure in your craft and you can secure more hits than what he could because he uses auto-tune, why would you need to say you killed R&B? Yeah, you would have kept that bitch alive like you was life support, right? Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hateration and <laughs> hateration. <laughs> In this holleration, in this dancery or whatever in the fuck this, Mary yeah, J. Blige said. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, like yo, T Pain definitely is goes like he deserves all of his flowers. Like from the productions, like from like everything, like yeah. all that. Like yo, he he is dope. He's a dope songwriter, he's a dope producer, mm-hmm. he's a dope singer, dope rapper, like yo, he's he's that guy. Yeah, at one point him and um Akon was on a run. Yeah. yeah, they was on a run. You ain't heard nobody else, man. Shout out to Akon too, man. Jersey boys, JC. Shout out mm-hmm. to Akon. Know what I mean, always respect. Yeah, him but, and Akon, um, they were on a run. You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't even touch music without hearing their voices. Yeah, like. you couldn't. And yeah. it helped change the game. I'm not gonna lie. So that's why I say give yeah. that man his flowers because he, whether these artists want to admit it or not, I'll, this nigga inspired y'all. Yeah, a lot of y'all. Whether you believe it or not, because a lot of y'all sprinkle some auto tune in that bitch too. Y'all wasn't yeah, even thinking about that junk until he came on the scene. The thing is, uh-huh. like, he does it like the physical, like the physical art of auto tune. Like, he does it better than all these people trying to copy him. Yeah. Like, I don't even like like Future uses auto tune. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. I've never. I've I, never. I but he was I, like, I rock with him. He is good. Yeah. But he wasn't using auto tune before T Pain. He got that shit from him. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, let's not give credit when credit is due. Yeah, I feel like Their, you know, his career would not be where it is unless he used that to yeah. be collaborating with other artists. Yeah, to be on their hooks. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we ain't putting Future on no hook. He does not sound like that in real life. Versus T Pain, he do sound like that in real life. Yeah, yeah. He he don't need the auto tune. He doesn't. Now, yo, being influenced, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Since since we're going to kind of topic of being influenced, like um, we live so close, Jersey, New York, PA. I don't even count the rest of PA, just Philly. Just Philly. Just oh, Philly. But yeah, wow. but we live like so close that we kind of like we got so much similarities. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we got differences. But the main thing is like we all, you know, somebody will be like, "Oh, you 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 jacking their swag and 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 this and that." But do you feel like we live so close that you can't really help but but kind of take somebody's? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't yeah, help it. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like we? Do you feel like they swag jacking? Because you know what they say about like North Jersey try to be like New York. Nah, I just feel like we live so damn close. You can't help but to have the same kind of lingo. You yeah, get what I'm saying? The thing like, is, we have our own lingo too. It just yeah. integrates a little bit maybe with some words, but not everything. That's the part that is just like the people who say that literally don't hang out with people from Jersey, have not been to Jersey for more than a week. Like, y'all don't know the culture like that just to make a blanketed statement like, oh, North Jersey acts like New York. I'm like, no, Uh, y'all never been. (laughs) And they say South Jersey act like Philly. Like, I even got a a homegirl in Brooklyn. She she hit me up. She's like, oh, um, you know, like, what you, like, you eat breakfast? And I'm just like, yeah, I got a bacon, egg, and cheese. She was like, Y'all, y'all got bacon and cheese? Y'all stole that from New York. Huh? And I, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yo, I don't even know, yo. I don't yeah. even know. But it's all right, though, because now New York's selling, uh, it ain't the Taylor ham, like, up top, but but they call it the uh, Jersey pork roll sandwich. Pork rolls, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they got that shit in the city now. So, I mean, yo, it is what it is, man. We used to get clowned back in the day because Jersey said bro. Yeah. 
now. But now everybody's everybody saying, bro. bro. You can't you can't help it, man. Yo, the lingo, we live so damn close, you can't help it, man. The style is gonna be a little yeah, similar. Gonna the lingo is gonna be a little similar. It is what it is. Twenty minute train ride away, like. It is what it is, man. And if you hang out like in, in you know, all three locations, man, you're gonna pick up a little bit of everything, man. Just like, you know, there's playing uh, Jersey Club and, and BK. You know what I mean? And, and dude was like, "Yo, never heard so much Jersey shit in my life." Well, you better get used to it. Yeah, cause <laughs> you better get used to we're, it. We're 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 in it. And that shit is ain't going nowhere. Jersey Club been around for for a long time. Yeah. And now you see where it's headed. Yeah, it's, it's taking off. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is, though. He said, you're that's, not coming to Atlanta. No, 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 that's, that's my boy right there. I listen to him all the time. Yo, I, I, yo, I rock with Jacquees, man. Yo, I rock <laughs> with him. Like, I'm telling you. Stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I rock with boy, him, yo. yo. I talk to him on all days. Like, yeah, that's yeah, my boy. Yeah, that's so my man right there. Yo, so, so, so what actually happened? I know they were at the club. I think it went down over like a female, right? Over a female. And they say Trey Songz like, like grabbed his braids out of his hair, his dreads. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, know, I, I know. I know. I saw on Instagram there were four individual dreadlocks on yeah. the table. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. I just know something went down. And yo, these R&B bros is treacherous. First yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. First it was Chris Brown and Usher. Now this y'all these y'all talking about hip hop guys. We talking about the R&B. Yeah. yeah. And these I people like, I listen to, that's crazy. I yeah. Like, I like both of them. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, like, like, I like them both too. You know, I like them both too, man. I feel like like. R&B dudes, they gotta like, they gotta try to be tough because as R&B dudes, they think they're gonna get punked. But I think I think some of them are actually like about that. Yeah, yeah. You just can sing. That's that's the only difference. You can sing. But I think I think an R&B dude will beat the shit out of you. Yeah, one hundred (laughs) percent. You get what I'm saying? Like, like I just think that's why when um when who was it? I don't be knowing these people. I'm not Dirk. But um, G Herbo, yeah. he was on Funny Marco podcast, and he was son and boy, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And then literally that next week, Chris Brown came on the podcast, and he was like, "Yo, you gonna let that light skinned nigga punk your ass like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck no, yeah. What the fuck." Cause you know how Chris Brown is. He don't give a fuck who it is. He's yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah. you ain't about to punk me." Yeah. Then online, G Herbo was like, "Why is this nigga speaking on my name? Ah, ah, I'm from Chicago. Ah, ah, I'm just like." I was discussing it with him, and I was just like, "Not gonna hold you." I think Chris Brown got that. I don't care. I'm sorry. Chris Brown give him that. That's word. that. I think Chris Brown. Chris Br- that that's that. Right, can I say something? That's yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I think man, third, third, it's a street nigga. He was doing this. Yeah, I, I respect on Chris Brown. That's my boy. Yeah, I think it'll be a tie. I don't know. They both crazy to me. He's yeah. a street nigga. Yeah, he's a dancing nigga. Am I, I right? seen a crackhead yeah, fight. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I seen a crackhead <laughs> fight. Yeah. Crazy. I I yeah, I seen a crackhead crack fight. Too much. You could be for me, y'all both go yeah, dancing nigga, he's street nigga. They, I think it'll be time. Cause yo, I done seen a lot of, I done seen a few street niggas get their ass whooped. That's what I'm saying. Cause I mean, coming from up here, right? Like, like I always had that mentality. Like growing up, I was like, man, like country niggas, like I don't know, this don't move the same. Like they kind of slow compared mm-hmm. to us. You get what I'm saying? Not with them hands. Yeah, but you know, I just didn't, I, I didn't understand that. Like to us, just growing up, we always. A few of us always thought that like down south was just slower paced and they just didn't think the same. It wasn't on the same wave and shit. Mm-hmm. But nah. They be getting it, man. And they got yeah. some hands. And apparently it went down. Honestly, it happened in ATL, right? Or in LA. I think LA. Oh yeah, that's think, why yeah. Jacquees said you're not welcome back in Atlanta. I didn't know Jacquees had that pool. 
No, I, I, I don't like think he, yeah, I don't, don't think he does, man. Everybody say that shit. Everybody say that shit. Because he's the king of R and B. Yeah, yeah. He don't got that. Like yo, when 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 uh when when um Chief Keith, when you said I'm I'm gonna blow New Jersey up. That nigga never came oh, back nah, since. That, nah, he ain't. Jersey went crazy. Not coming back. He went crazy, yo. You know what I mean? You see, you see, you see them all them great You got robbed by a bunch of Elizabeth niggas that's and they just paid a blanket and Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's my hood right Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They went at him, man. The, the whole state went at him. Yeah, he ain't come back since. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is, shout out to my friends from Chicago. Shout out, Danny. Um, so I got a friend from Chicago, right? So I went down to her birthday party. And a lot of her, um, sorry, not birthday party, her baby shower. And there was a lot of people from Chicago there. You know, I love my Midwest people. Yeah. Shout them out. So we was having a good time, taking shots, all that. Then Chief Keith came on. So I'm like, I already know shit what's about to happen. So, of course... They're reciting this song like it's the national anthem in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as they said they about to blow New Jersey up, bang, bang. I'm like, all right, that's yeah. cool. Niggas yeah. was waiting for me to respond. So I'm like, yeah, well, at the end of the day, that nigga never came to Jersey ever the fuck <laughs> nah, again. Nah, nah, nah. But, but they play that shit in Jersey, though. They, they, they we do, but we blank it out yeah. every time. We don't, we don't, we don't really take we, it serious. Yeah. Nah. We don't take it serious. And I know when they play it, like in New York, they'll, the DJs will play it in a... Oh. You know, but they'll, but they'll be quick to be like, yo, shout out to Jersey. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Shout out to Jersey in the building. No, no, no. Yeah. Niggas was messing with Chief Keith. Like, if we never said that, he'd have been good. Yo, everybody was fucking with the street. Yeah. was fucking with him heavy. Yeah. Like, I was fucking with him heavy. Yo, Chief Keith was my nigga. But when I heard that, I said, oh, he a And it's crazy because now you got you got the uh, the Jersey Club fused yeah. with, the, uh, the, with the drill. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's what they do. You know about. what I'm saying? And that would have been a crazy wave. That would have been if a Keith, crazy mix. If he would have came over here yeah. and hopped on that shit. Yeah. But now you fuck, man. You ain't never coming back. Yeah, you ain't. You never coming it. back. That's crazy. So all, all only thing I heard about it, only thing, only video I seen was uh uh Jacquees talking about like, oh, something about rape. Something about yeah, rape. He yeah, called some sexual him the R shit. the R word. Yeah, grape. Yeah. Graper. Yeah, graper. Because he got a uh, allegation against them, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. a pending case though. And there were already allegations towards him already. All I'm saying is Y'all dogged out my girl Kiki Palmer and all this shit coming out now. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. Y'all I mean, dogged my sister fuck out when she was yeah. trapped up in the closet when that nigga was doing weird shit. Yeah. That, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I ain't believe it. Now, the, yeah, now niggas yeah. is saying Neil Graper. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. I think, I think I don't know. It's not looking good for um Trey Songz, man. He ain't moving the same. His yeah. music ain't even heard. He like. ain't even... I don't remember the last they don't time. Don't play none of this shit. Yeah. When did, when was the last time we put out an album? I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you. Last last, last album was good. Yeah, he always put out good music, but I mean, like, I don't hear him on the radio. But it's not, it's spaced out a little too much for, like, consistency. At least Chris Brown come out, like, every year, every yeah, two he's years. Consistent, man. That's the new Michael he's Jackson. Consistent. That's the new Michael Jackson. I'm super consistent. Yeah. Sometimes too consistent. Like, I don't know, like, Chris Brown is dope. He's a dope artist, but, like, the music he been putting out lately it ain't, it ain't really been hitting for me. Nah, it ain't really been hitting for me. Nah, to me that shit always hitting. I'll be wild into that. You don't like sensational. Yo, sensational hitting, man. Come on, like, come on. Nah, what? Nah. And, I, and I'm a dancer, so I, I'll be. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He makes yeah. it like like he makes it specifically for like dancing. the club and dancing, and which is cool. Go ahead, that. But 
I, I like like music for like with that that feeling of soul. Yeah, soul. All right, well, speaking of soul, October London. You ain't up on him? Nah. Oh, mm. uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold October up. London. Yo, this dude. October London. This dude is a new artist. Um, signed to Devro. Snoop signed him. And yo, this dude sings like 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 it's back in the, like he a new Marvin Gaye. This nigga can sing, yo. You know, I, you know, Devro signed. This nigga sing. You know, Devro signed the mariachi band. That's hilarious. Oh shit. I, I'm not sure exactly where he's from. I'm not sure where he's from. You know what I'm saying? But I know he got signed to Death Row. Yeah, he's, nice, from, he's from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an American singer and songwriter and signed to Death Row by Snoop Dogg in 2016. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty, yo. You got to listen to And his, um, his new album, well, not well. his latest studio album is called The Rebirth of Marvin in 2023. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. I got to check him out. Dude, nasty. I got to check him out. Yeah, he just give you that old feeling. Like when you listen to him, just give you that, just give you that, that. When I first heard him on the radio, I was like, who the fuck? Ain't nobody playing no shit like that. Ain't nobody singing like that no more. I got to check him out. Oh, yeah. It feels good. We got to listen to that. Um, Oh, yeah. Before we wrap things up, I want to just say like an unpopular opinion. Like you said, there's not a lot of artists out there that really has that soul. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why that has occurred is because um, I know that subject is going to be off the chain, but people stop going to church, stop singing in church because that was literally the artists like Beyonce, Kelly Price, Kelly Rowland, um, Mary J. Blige, everybody started in the church. And that was basically their artist development. They, When you're singing at the age of five, of course, by Mm -hmm. the age of 20, 21, you're going to be a powerhouse because you've been training your rebuttal, you've been training your diaphragm, you've been training your vocal cords for this moment. Yeah. That that might be true to that. I never thought about it like that. I didn't think about that, yeah. I never thought about it like that, but it makes sense. Because it's basically the, the artist development that is what's missing in a lot of these artists today. They just throw them on stage as soon as they go viral. That's not how it yeah. works. You start from the beginning. Yeah. Or Church. you're just going to look ass on stage. Yeah, Sing, it sounds good in the... Sing, baby. It's all right, yeah. baby. Take, it, take yeah. your time. Uh, and it's yeah, just, it, might be, that, uh, it might be something there. I mean, like, like I said, you don't necessarily have to go to church in order to know how to sing, but... The foundations of that foundations, starts yeah. there. Ray Charles, yeah. from Ray Charles all the way up to Mary J. Blige to everybody, everybody like they up until the basically foundation. a certain point. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. You know what I do want to see come back to like um, even Nook, yo, like like I want to see like the the live jazz clubs, like the way they used yes. to be, man, and performances, and just, yeah, performance. I want to see it come back. I want it to be, be nice. all like just just. I mean, I like the dance and everything like that, but yo, sometimes I want to just go chill at a lounge or something, listen to some jazz, and you dress up a little bit. Like that's what we're missing in the neighborhoods, yeah. man. If we get that shit back, a new cotton, club. it'll switch up a little bit. Yeah, new cotton club because you know I had the old heads tell me like they was going to Newark before they was going to uh, Harlem back in the day. Mm. They was coming mm. from the city going to Newark before this riot uh, shit started happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we can get back cool. to that. Yeah, that'd definitely yeah. be dope, man. Let's do some live music, you know, local local artists. You know, yeah, sing. new up and coming artists in, yeah. in the area that would de- definitely benefit. 
Yeah, because I mean, you know, they got a lot of stuff for like um, upcoming artists, but it's mostly like hip hop. Hip hop, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but if you got something for like some singers, it'll be something nice because. There's a more intimate atmosphere. To yeah, the atmosphere is different. Listen. Yeah, you might dress up a little bit, you know, take your girl out, sip on a little something, but you lay yeah, it back. You listen to some R&B. Yeah. You know, and it'll give them a different platform also. Definitely missing that. Yeah, yeah. Got to get back to that. All right. Yeah. On that note, we out of here, yo. Next week, same time, same place. Same time, same, same place. place. Yeah, that's it. Bye. Yep.